0: Hello! We're back! We're back! How long has it been? <laughs> oh, it's been months really, hasn't it, Jack? But Yeah, we, we said we, we're
1: going to give it a break for like two weeks, it turned into about four months. But uh, these the, things happen.
0: The important thing is we are back, we're up and running again for the new season. And Very I'm, exciting. I'm excited, I am excited. Obviously we're a week behind the start of the schedule of the season, aren't we? Um, but these things happen, I was on holiday. But yeah, so I, for some. it was. I snuck away, but I'm excited. We've got the prospect of football back, with fans back in the grounds, and Norwich City in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, it's not <laughs> exciting for you, isn't it? <laughs> it will Another be year, one more season in the Premier League.
0: <laughs> It'll probably be exciting until sort of end of January when we're rock bottom. But yeah, you got to, got to take what you can get.
1: Yeah.
0: So, what's the plan today, Jack?
1: to plan today? Well, I thought we'd do a bit of a pre-season review. Ten categories, our predictions for the coming season, and then we can see how badly wrong we were by the end of it, (laughs) or within about two weeks' time.
0: Right, first segment, Jack. We are going big for a start. We're going to look at the top of the Premier League for a start, as what me and you think are going to be the ultimate teams, the teams that are going to set the pace for the season. So what I want to know first, we're going to start off big. Who do you see top of the pile come middle of May in 2022? Who's going to be up there for you? Well,
1: before we start this, I thought I'd just okay. let everyone know that me and Pallad haven't discussed any of our predictions no. with each other. So we could clash. But I, I, yeah. as, as much as this pains me to say it, I've gone, I've gone safe and... I've gone less biased than I could have done, but uh, I've gone for the safe option of Manchester City again. Uh,
0: so have I. So have I. What 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 prompts you with that? Is there anybody or well, who was is... okay? So you say you've gone safe. I mean, I've gone safe as well. But what made City stand out to you compared to the rest of the pack?
1: The consistency they can go on. Yeah, the runs they can go on. Like everyone's saying, they lost on Saturday, but they lost. Well, they'd started very badly last season, and they put a game, put about twenty odd games together. Every title-winning season, they've had the last three out of the last four. They've had that run where they go about twenty odd games winning, and that's guaranteed. Then, isn't it?
0: They um, had a, they had a bit of a disaster in preseason as well, didn't they? I think they only managed two preseason games. Yeah, um, because of a majority of their players were all away either yeah. in the Copper America or the Euros, they were late back. They also were hit by COVID. I think. I think they had a friendly cancelled at Preston, if I remember. Um, and they were almost just thrown into the Community Shield against a well-prepared Leicester side. Lost that. Thrown into a Spurs game with a new manager. We know that there is this always has been this new manager syndrome. Lost that, and I think that whole fixture on Sunday the press, again, we've said it before, they, they just ultimately killed the game with issues that are going on behind the scenes, so i.e. the Harry Kane situation. Yeah. So the whole fixture was about that.
1: Yeah, and it does lean towards that. I, I, in my honest opinion, I don't think it will happen. But I no, think I don't. It, I'm like 64 but if it does happen, that's probably what swayed me towards them as well. And they've signed Jack Grealish, and if anyone knows me, they know how much I love Jack Grealish, even though... Oh, God, it just annoyed me, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he, I mean, he's displayed over the last couple of seasons what sort of player he can be. My only concern with Grealish going there is he is used to being a big fish. He's now going to be part of the most in-depth squad in world football, potentially. He's up there anyway. They've got enough to field three squads, and he's going to be part of rotation. Is he going to get the same performances when he's not playing week in, week out? Because quite frankly, we know what Pep's like. Pep will drop Sterling. He'll drop anybody, won't he, from one week to another. Yeah. I just think that Grealish thrives on that big fish and he thrives on game, game, game. So we might see a different Grealish. It'd be interesting what position they play him in. um, Because clearly he's been playing in a different structure or different shape when he was at Villa. But again, for an English player of his age, £100 million, probably about right, isn't it? Especially when you've been quoting bigger money for other players around football at the moment.
1: My personal feeling is Guardiola will take him to another level. So that is another one of the reasons why I have gone Man City. But I think, as we'll go on to in a top four in a moment, uh, it's going to be a lot tighter this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll go on to top four now then. I mean, oh no, just quickly on City, do you think this... I mean, obviously, the press is banging on about strikers. Today, the talk is Lewandowski, who's come out, or his agent has come out, sorry, and said he'd like a new challenge. And Lewandowski's
1: agent's played this game before. I don't think he goes anywhere, to be honest.
0: No, possibly not. I mean, he's older, and he's 33 years old, and supposedly they want £100 million. Well, that's ludicrous. Um, do you think City would be... Panicking if they get to the end of August and they still haven't signed that striker.
1: I think they need the focal point. I do Mm -hmm. think they need a think they're a team that does need a focal point. They've always had Aguero, but then
0: you can say Aguero didn't play last year.
1: Yeah, exactly. And everyone pitched in. But how long does that work for?
0: Yeah, I mean we've seen Chelsea bring in Lukaku, exactly. Big, Big, great signing, proven striker in in top leagues to be fair. He's done it in the Premier League before, he's done it in Syria A now. Um he's a proven striker. I just yeah, I I think if they get that big name up top, that Kane or potential Lewandowski or someone else, that they'll be miles ahead of everyone else.
1: That's the reason I've gone for him. Purely for the fact is there is a chance they get Harry Kane is it and no one else is gonna get him if he does leave, but I don't think he will.
0: I mean if they get if they were to pay this is the problem. If they were to go and pay 150 million or whatever it is that's quoted for Kane, I'm just looking now. They paid 150 potentially for that. Grealish at 100, and then they have brought in two other players for 12 million pound combined. So we're we're pushing on 175 million, 180 million, and have not really recouped any money.
1: So no, I, I I I wonder how they do get around these regulations. All the other teams, I can understand with they. United generate their own money. Liverpool generate their own income. Yeah. I just—it seems like City play a different game to everyone else, but they're obviously doing that,
0: right? Well, they were in a bit of bother about this last year, weren't they? And they got around got around it somehow. So I don't know. We'll see. But top four them. So you've already touched on the fact that top four is going to be closer than ever, and I couldn't agree more who are you pitching have you got yours in one two three and four i couldn't
1: possibly put it in an order no okay see i Apart have from city first i've, I've gone city
0: first and yeah.
1: then I, I don't know after that
0: so you see up my i watched them on saturday and i was impressed i know it was against the palace side but i thought chelsea looked very good i thought i think they've brought well um They've strengthened certainly up top. They had they've got rid of Abrahams and they've brought in Lukaku, like we've already touched on. Yeah, that's a huge signing. It's a huge signing. I I can see them, and especially how, how they finished from sort of February onwards last year, when Tuchel came in, I can see them really pushing on. Um nobody expected them to get to the Champions League final, let's face it. They did, looked convincing, quite frankly. Um, same principle in the Super Cup final. I think they're going to be a force this year. What's interesting, we touched on money a second ago with City. You look at the players that Chelsea have sold and what they've sold them for, they've actually only lost about £3 million this transfer window. Because you look at Abraham's gone for £34 million, Tamori gone for £25 million, the lad Gouy, is it? Gouy? Yeah, yeah, Palace, yeah. £18 million. They, they've got a lot of players like Moses gone out, Louis, Louis Bates. 1.5 million. A lad's gone to Brentford for 1.4. Giroud's gone. So I they think haven't...
1: they'll I think they'll ship out more. Yeah, as well. We got to look at the likes of Loftus Cheeks back there now, and I don't think he gets a game there. And no players like that, and they'll get a bit of money for him. And oh yeah, they they, they
0: do well. So so you are you saying Chelsea second? Then I, I've got Chelsea at second. I have, but that's close with third. And I mean third, I've gone United. Yeah, again, brought very very well. Uh, I just think there's this is cliche about United. It's the media ridicule them more than most teams. They tear them apart. Solskjaer is still living in Ferguson's shadow, and he always will do. He always will. As for as long as Ferguson turns up to the games, quite frankly, the cameras are on him more than they are Solskjaer. But
1: I I, I thought he did like a real Ferguson move on Saturday. I did, because... I think everyone was disappointed at the fact that the Varane transfer didn't quite get yeah. over the line. He Supposedly he was in training with the squad before the deal even happened but right. he was training but they couldn't get the deal over the line due to, I don't know, whatever reason to get him to feature on Saturday. So what's the next best thing? Fans haven't been in the stadium for what, a year and a half? 75,000 people in the stadium. you put them out on the pitch? Of
0: course you do.
1: And, um, make, and then you, did you see Jack Grealish's <laughs> presentation compared to
0: no, I didn't see "glitzy."s
1: Oh, it was yeah, a few hundred people outside the ground. <laughs> was it? Oh, right. <laughs> um, whereas, yeah, I thought that that's a that's
0: good marketing. That's a
1: good good move. Just that was that was near enough the game in your hand there, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Do you think you need anything else still?
1: Yeah, I I would love to because also then two the two deals we have got a game changing deals. I thought we could have had like literally the perfect window if we would have dropped in and got a top top quality. Century midfielder. I, I think about the like indeedy at Leicester. Although Leicester yeah. hold all the chips with him and everything, you'd have to drop some serious money. But if if they did do that, you'd think it's probably the best transfer window they'd have had in decades. But it's very good. Obviously, I think our plan is once the transfer window is over, we'll do a graded. So we'll talk about more then. But yeah, they've had a fantastic mm. summer and I think they're another year closer. And I like I say, they're in my top four. I don't know what order, but I personally see United more with a cup run this year. I think they'll do really well in some sort of cup and it wouldn't even surprise me to do well in Europe
0: this year. No, possibly not. I mean, you I, I see you as a more... You've got more squad depth now. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to see... The recent years, you've seen some absolute crap on your bench. Players that should be nowhere near a Man United squad. I don't think you're going to see that as much now.
1: I yeah, think you...
0: like I say, we we won that game
1: convincingly and this is without Rashford... Giovanni Sancho is obviously on the bench. Varane's got to come into that team. Yeah, there's some some real quality to come into there. Um Tellez is injured, and you'd say that's a very good left back to have on your bench.
0: Yeah, definitely. What? What do you who who are you going with as a keeper when uh, Henderson's fit? Do you think? I don't know. Obviously, he set the stall out. did I know Henderson's had COVID, doesn't he? But set the stall out on uh, Saturday, and he played De Gea. But it just I think that could be a battle between the two of them all season.
1: I think as long as De Gea maintains form, he's obviously got the luck of the draw with his start, so I think he stays there until anything goes wrong.
0: Yeah, no, rightly so. It's his to lose, isn't it? Who are you gone fourth, then? I'm hoping no. we haven't gone the same here. I should I th- imagine we will. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah I have. It's a clo- closer call, but for me they are going to benefit massively from the players they've got back from injury this season. Like I
1: said, listening to JV Carragher on some video the other day, they're like saying Liverpool haven't done much in the market. But what they have done is they've secured a lot of players down to contracts again. Fabinho, uh, Van Dijk, Alisson. Yeah. This is the same as a transfer of a contract oh. the size of what they're going to get paid near. But like I say, proven quality. Ain't got to worry about the goalkeeper situation now for however many years. Proven centre backs, proven. Yeah. Um, Fabinho now that he can play midfielder again, so that's good, obviously going to help him. I just think the only thing they're lacking, I think they could have done with a bit of a change up at the top of the pitch. I do. I think it's getting a bit stale. Obviously, it looked good against the Norwich team, but
0: I, I think you I might found f- out
1: a bit last year.
0: I think I'm- you might see Yota through the middle a bit, though. Yeah, man.
1: but how would you, how would you rank Yotter against the other? Well, not so much City, but how well do you rank him against? Well, he's not Man United the same and level.
0: Chelsea's out and out
1: striker and stuff like that. And
0: he's not at the same level, granted. But I think he's an up, he's an improvement on Firmino. I think Firmino isn't at that top four level. I mean, I don't think he has been for a while. I think he scored what I don't even know a handful of goals last season, didn't he? He wasn't wasn't certainly flourishing in front of goal. Um, yeah. It is, what, it is what it is, but I just think they're going to benefit massively. And I looked at the rest of the table. My my next contender would have probably have been Leicester.
1: Leicester. Leicester are next best by a country mile. I don't think, as much as Spurs obviously got that wing on. If, if If Kane does leave, I think that's them with a new manager and a squad that will be changing, I think, as well. I think that's them nowhere near top four for a while. And then, um, I think
0: I might touch on these later, but uh, Arsenal's going to be there, are they? <laughs> I mean, they're a close second to being an absolute mess behind Barcelona right now.
1: It's not good, is it? I don't know if I actually do touch on them on any of these, but we'll talk about that another time. But they're my favourite team, Arsenal. Really are. They give me so much ammunition. Now looking at a bit more of a negative aspect for the league coming up, we will start off with the teams. We think we finish finishing that bottom three, going back down to the championship. Uh, Paulad, I'll let you kick this off. Um, could involve your team?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got to, I've got to go between head and heart here, haven't I? Yeah. I mean, my first club I'm going to mention is Burnley. Oh, I've I've put I've got five
1: teams down. I've got my three, and then I've got two more I'm going to add on to. And Burnley aren't in it,
0: are they not? You see, now I I worry about Burnley. Have they come? Have they finally come to the end of where they can't? I don't want to say fluke it, but I can't scrape it. I just feel like they scrape safety. I know but... what you
1: mean. No, I, I I do appreciate where you're coming from, and what? they're probably going to be. If they're not in my bottom five, they'll probably be, in, they would be in the bottom six. So
0: I'm just looking at the transfer as they've made Now, you're a club like Burnley, you're in and around relegation zone for the past three years or whatever it's been. You're going to need something to take you to that next level. You're going to need a bit of investment. Now, they've signed two players. They've signed Nathan Collins from Stoke. Don't get me wrong, good season at centre half for Stoke last year in the championship. And then they've signed Wayne Hennessy. Yeah, I know,
1: and they got who did they get Harry Wilson? I think Harry Wilson is a really good signing for them, purely for the fact is he's got that wand of the left foot. So set piece wise, that's where they he'd be fantastic. He's gone to the championship. He's been <sighs> outbid by Fulham, um, and there was another player. Was it was it Townsend who ended up going? I think they might have been linked with him or someone like that. Yeah, he, he likes a winger who can put a cross in. That's about it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's just not attractive though, is it? Like, and you've said mentioned Fulham there. Now we, yes, Premier League. Or championship, totally different leagues. But you've got the opportunity as a player of going and earning probably bog standard money in Burnley, living in Burnley, or going and living in central London, competing at the top of the championship, and probably being paid fairly well in that standard of football for Fulham. Yeah. Now, some players, don't get me wrong, some players will instantly jump at the chance of Premier League football. Some of them won't look at it like that. Some of them will think, well, actually, I can go and get an easy lifestyle or a nice lifestyle in the the capital instead of what I would up in Burnley. And it's sad to think like that, but that is how players do think sometimes.
1: No, you have got a point. And Burnley, yeah, I'd better say Burnley are a good pick. They're not one of mine, but... I think you're right. I think it does eventually run out the, the style and everything. It does get um, it does get a bit tedious for everyone. But yeah. like I say, the, the only thing I'm going to rely on is the fact that they've still got those two at centre half. Obviously, Pope's a good goalkeeper, and they'll probably stay solid defensively. And then they've just got a hope like Chris Wood can get his ten to twelve goals he gets and pitch in that way. And but, but that's the reason I've gone with them. But I think that is a good pick. So who's but, so if they're one of your ones, who's your second?
0: Second, Southampton. Oh, I've gone Southampton too. I look at their stats from the end of last season, and they finished atrociously. I mean, I think they had two wins in something like the last twelve to fifteen games.
1: Yeah, they, got, it, and then you look, and then you look. Danny Ings is gone. Um, Vestergaard's gone. And then yeah. the only player I know they've brought in is Adam Armstrong, good in the Championship. I've seen, him, I've seen him a few times in the Premier League. I know he scored opening weekend, but uh, I don't think he replaces Ings as a proven no Premier League So No way.
0: And you've also got, you've mentioned Vestergaard and Ings, but they've also lost Bertrand, which was yes, a, yeah, a, week in, about that one. a week in, week out star. a yeah, solid
1: left back in it, yeah.
0: And Lamina. Now, Lamina didn't play masses last year, but a couple of years ago, he was a solid name on the team. He was at Selim so, last year. Yeah, well, that's why they yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. But he 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 was a a constant player a couple of years ago for us. Yeah, he was quite and, solid, wasn't he? Yeah. But what they've brought in, like you say, Armstrong, fifteen million. I've never heard of Peroud. I don't like, think I've heard of any of the others. No, I've not heard of Liveramento. They've paid five million for him. Bought Brogia, I know he was on loan. Was he on loan in Holland last year or somewhere? I think from Chelsea, he scored about eleven goals. But they've not really done anything, have they? I can't, no. and I worry. I think Hasselhoff, Hasselhutun, or whatever his name is, Hassel I think, I think he is run his course at the club. I think. I
1: think he's probably their only real positive. I think. Don't think he's a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach, but I don't think he's got the resources. No, I've, I see the delay that Ward Prowse has signed a new contract, which thank God, because they were supposedly really in for him. If he would have gone as well, my God. Yeah. You wouldn't have held much hope, but that's another good... They'll would, they would, be my three, so we've got one match in. Who's, who's your third and final? <sighs>
0: All right, so like you said, there's three here that I could choose. Uh, I, I still can't decide now. Results at the weekend changed one of them. I don't want to say Norwich because I do think we've got a much better chance than last time. <laughs> but that is me being optimistic, Jack. I mean, I do think we've brought well. I do think we've got strength in depth this year and I do think the players are a little bit more proven at top level. Not necessarily in England, but in Germany and other, in, in European football. So that leaves me two. And the two I've got left are Watford and Newcastle. Watford, Ooh, okay. Watford seem to have the biggest squad in football in history right now. I think they've got about 14 strikers on the books. They keep signing players left, right and centre, but I don't think they've brought particularly well. So they've brought aged players or they've brought players that uh, have not played for consistently for a long while, i.e. Danny Rose. Josh King had a terrible end of the season last year. And then you look at the rest of the squad. Emmanuel Dennis, they paid £3.6 million for. He scored seven goals in about 80 games for a striker. Ashley Fletcher on a free transfer from Middlesbrough, another striker, never played in the Premier League, and then it's all players I've never heard of.
1: Mm. No, uh, I know what you mean.
0: But then on the flip side, you look at Newcastle because these are the two for me that I'm I'm a bit concerned about. And you can say the same for Newcastle. They struggled at the end, or they struggled at periods last season, and all they've done is Joe Willock. Now don't get me wrong; Joe Willock went there at the end of last season and was. Yeah, that's a good signing, but like it, I say, you need more, don't you? He's kept him up, Joe Willickers. let's face it. But if they're going to do any good, they need more out the likes of Almiron, St. Maxman. They need more out of these Joel big Linton. Joel Linton. They paid big money for these guys. 40 players. million quid. <laughs> and they're not getting anything out of them. No, no, Newcastle are a, a good shout. So that's where I'm at. I mean, I know that's, that's me talking with my heart with Norwich, but heads. We could be in a bit of bother. Well, let me
1: kick off there. My first team going down is Norwich. I knew
0: that was coming. Yep. Um,
1: purely for the fact his track record. Mm. It's the same players as before as well, isn't it?
0: Uh, really? I, I don't think you'll see. Once we've bedded in a couple of weeks, I don't think you'll see the same lineup. I mean, Janoulis has come in for 7 million. He will start week in, week out. Gibson, 8 million. He will start week in, week out. Billy Gilmore, great signing, I think. I mean, I think you will see this new lad, Tzolis, or Scholis, who's just come in, who the reports online and you read everything about him. I mean, Man United, Dortmund, and Barcelona were in for him last season. He's regarded as the Greek wonder kid. Okay. Um, he might well, do well in the Championship next year, but possibly. I'm, I'm hanging on here to hope, Jack. No,
1: you're not going. You're going down. <laughs> Get used to it. Um, so, Norwich, my first pick. Like you say, I've gone with Southampton. So yeah. basically echoing the same thoughts as you. I don't think they're good enough. I just the squad just doesn't really do anything for me. Um, and then I've got, I've put Brentford in there as well. I know they got that win, but Arsenal could be in there as well, you know. Yeah. Um, so they're in the mix, but I'm going to go Brentford. Just surely for the fact is like, I think it might start really well. from. They seem like the the happy club, do you know what I mean? Like, it will st- all start, bit, yeah, I think it could all turn sour. Yeah, uh, But then I'm also very close. I'm exactly the same with Watford for you. I think Watford are borderline there as well. And then I've thrown in the mix, Palace.
0: Oh, yeah, you see, I've tempted with Palace. If you'd have asked me three weeks ago, I would have said Palace were a given. I've thrown in the Palace purely for the fact is
1: I see them very similar situation as what happened with Stoke. But yeah. I'm not going to divulge too much into this. Because I'm going to touch more into it on a category that's coming up later. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah. so so I I my my three I go for are Norwich, Southampton, and Brentford, and then my two that could have been there and there as well is Palace and Watford. But then you say you've you've got you've got to Newcastle, Burnley, hadn't mentioned Brighton, um, and teams like that. So it's it's I think it's very open this year. I think it could be a choice of about maybe nine, potentially ten if we put Arsenal in there.
0: Um, <laughs> You're desperate to get them in there, aren't you?
1: Yeah, see, if I, see how much I can slander him tonight.
0: <laughs> okay, so moving on. That's our bottom freeze. Last section, last part of this segment is the biggest flop. Ooh. Now we, we, I asked you yesterday, didn't I? Are we talking player? Are we talking team? What we the talking? Anything? Now I've gone for a team. What have you gone for?
1: I've gone for manager slash team.
0: Oh, okay, go for it.
1: Mine will be. Rafa Benitez at
0: Everton. Yes, I can see it. I can see it. I just don't think it works. So, what doesn't work? Is it the fact is ex Liverpool, or is it the resources and money? What is it?
1: It's a. I don't know. It's a. It's similar to like Roberto Mancini taking it over Man United, mm. or or something like similar to that. I know it's probably not the best example, but I just don't think. He's... Uh, The Everton that were a club about four or five years ago who got this new owner, all this money they were going to spend and everything. I think you've got a manager now that will just sit at mid table and I just don't think it'll end very well. I look at the team, I look at the signings they've made. Andros Townsend, Damari Gray at a club like Everton. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, years. I know. I can understand why their owners probably turn around and make these smaller signs now because their recruitment policy over the last however many years has been horrendous. Some of the players they've bought would have been absolute drab, and I don't think they've got them any better than where they were beforehand.
0: Yeah.
1: When you're dropping money on people like Gilfie Sigurdsson and stuff like that, and James Rodriguez, who hardly ever plays there, is probably earning an absolute fortune. I can understand why you would be calm and probably go like we can get Townsend on the free, we can get Damari Grave back and then be for two million quid and stuff like that. And if you actually look at their stats, they've got some of the best crossing stats in the league when you've got someone like Calvert-Lewin up front. I can understand that on a tactical sense of view, but I just, the, the team doesn't inspire anymore. The, the back line's just getting older. The right back situation isn't getting any better there. You've obviously got some good players. Pickford's club form isn't good. I know he's fantastic for England. Ben Godfrey's obviously a standout as a good player, but I just I don't think Benita's works with Everton and I think they should be
0: aiming higher than where they were. They should they should be the Leicester. They've not shown that intent though. Like you've touched on, yeah. the signings they've made are not top six signings. Now, Everton should be aiming for top six with the history they've got, the fan base they've got, they should be but you're never going to sign Andros Townsend and Begovic and aim for top six. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, I, I'd love... To, see, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Benitez. I've, I think I, he's don't, a... I don't think he's a bad coach.
1: I just think that Everton fans are going to want more. And then as soon as they don't get more, they've got an easy scapegoat to go for with someone like Benitez because I don't think they were very keen on him in the first place. And what? obviously, you would understand why they wouldn't be very keen on him. And then, yeah, like, um, that if you watch that thing on YouTube, that overlap thing, you know, if it, the Liverpool fan on there was basically saying that when it gets to the point of Merseyside derby happens, when Liverpool go 3-0 up, which will probably happen because Liverpool yeah. are on a different scale to Everton, the Liverpool fans are just going to absolutely mock him, aren't they? They'll probably start singing
0: about him. They love him. And he loves really? Liverpool. Well, the only the only reason he's gone back there, clearly, or gone back to Merseyside, is because his wife was still living there. Wherever he's been, his wife has stayed in Merseyside. And... He's at that age now where he wants an easy life living with his missus, and I can't blame him. However, it's not the right club. <laughs> no, it don't work for me. No. OK, I grant that, yeah. Bad, not bad pick. I've gone, and I'm going to upset a few people who I'm quite good friends with here, but I've gone for West Ham. Oh, So the reason I've gone for West Ham, hats off to them last year. I thought they had the best season they had for many, many seasons. Got themselves into Europe, for a long while, they were still in contention for top four. However, what how, they have probably got the weakest squad in terms of squad depth, especially up front, and they're now going into a European campaign as well as Premier League.
1: I could understand why, obviously, we've spoke to Pete before about how the loves the club but doesn't like the ownership. You'd be pissed off for this summer, what's happened now, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just... Because even the one they were really struggling with was that new centre-half from Florentina. I saw today he signed a new contract with Florentina. I think he's got to the point where he's got so fed up waiting around, he's going to stay there. Have they got anyone in?
0: Yeah, so they've signed uh, Craig Dawson on a permanent. Well, yes, someone who was there last year. (laughs) Yeah, someone who was And the goalkeeper who was on loan at Fulham last year. Oh, that Ariola. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, Like you say. My, I mean, I think I think they're okay. I, I like Cresswell. I think they're half decent fullback. They're not bad in the middle. Obviously, we know about Rice, don't we? I like Bowen, but you've got one striker who's got chocolate hamstrings in Antonio.
1: Yeah, you are right. The striking situation is scary, isn't it?
0: Well, what's he... going to happen? He can't. He can only play twenty-five games a season as it is. What's he going to do when he, West Ham are getting to past the group stage of the Europa League and they're, they're on their fortieth game? It's mm. not. It's not going to happen. You're going to end up playing Bowen up front, probably.
1: Have you Have you discussed this with Pete? Because he's not going to be happy with you.
0: No, he's not going to be happy, and he doesn't know. <laughs> off, he doesn't know about this yet. I'm seeing him next week, so um, golf should be probably interesting with him. it <laughs> will <laughs> be aiming for me, I imagine. But I just, I'll be honest. The other team that was close to this was Leeds, because I think they're going to mm. get. I think they're going to get second season syndrome. But for me, it's West Ham. Right, Jack, next up, we're going to look at top goal scorer. Number nine. Number nine. So who we think is going to be getting that golden boot at the end of the season? I think there's a few contenders this year. I think in recent years, we've had sort of Kane as a standout. But I think there's quite a few up there that could be quite easily in the mix. So what are you going for? got two names written down and i'm making
1: this decision purely based on the turmoil around that player at the time and obviously i'm talking about harry kane
0: okay how
1: he and how quickly the transfer happens and how quickly he settles if he does go to city and how quickly he'll settle back into spurs if he doesn't go so i think that could cost him it i know it's not very long so i'm gonna go for romelu Lukaku at Chelsea. Oh, I'm like going it. to go for him because my my tip for last season was Werner to get Golden Boot. How wrong I was. But the reason I went for Werner Golden Boot is because of the players that play around him. Yeah, and I think I think the number 10 and wing area at Chelsea is all the Havertz, Mount, Pulisic, Ziyech. Obviously, Werner now is going to play in that position as well. I think the players around him will just give him tons of chances. And maybe he doesn't score every one, but he scores... Enough for me to get top goal scorer. So I'm gonna go for
0: Lukaku. So Lukaku he was a close second for me. Are you still going Kane or are you going someone else? No, I'm going somebody else. Bloody hell. Yeah, I'm not going Kane because quite frankly, I don't think wherever he's playing, he'll start playing properly till September time. I think he's gonna yeah, miss several been, yeah. games. Yeah, the settling and everything. Yeah, I mean let's let's just put it this way, tonight would have been a perfect opportunity if he was gonna have any involvement with Spurs at all. To put him on the bench, at least tonight, away at a Portuguese dog and duck side. And they've not included him in the matchday squad. So, for me, Lukaku was up there. You look at his stats. Last year, 30 goals in 44. The year before, 34 goals in 51. I think a couple of years ago, I went to watch Lukaku for Inter Milan. I think I came back and told you he was just a different player to what I remember in the Premier League. He was incredible.
1: No, and, I, think, I think he's going to be superb. I and, think he's going to
0: be superb. Yeah, the players he's got around him, like you've already touched on, are creative. They're going to put it on a plate for him. He's probably mm. going to end up getting three, four clear chances a game against some teams. He's going to take a few of them. And he's, he's clinical. Yeah. So, good pick. I've gone Salah.
1: Oh, yeah, Salah. I think it's between those three, isn't it? I think if you look at the bookies' odds, it's them three and then quite a big gap before the next one.
0: I just think Salah, over the course of the season, again... He he's given a lot of freedom for with Liverpool. He he's got the opportunity. We saw on Saturday against Norwich. I know it's Norwich, but he's not staying wide. He's drifting a lot. He's getting into pockets of space, and against a lot of the, probably the bottom ten teams in the Premier League, that's going to present me opportunities to take shots. Last season, he got thirty-one goals in fifty-one across all competitions. He's a natural goal scorer, and I just think again, Liverpool will present him opportunities. And he stays fit. Yeah. So, no, Salah,
1: Salah's, Salah's a very good pick. Yeah. I'm quite, I'm quite glad that neither of us picked Kane because that's a that's a bit of a shocker, really.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, last five years, probably Kane would have been first choice for us. Yeah. But yeah. with what's going on around him...
1: Yeah, I think they could take him a little while to settle wherever he ends up.
0: If he stays at Spurs, then okay, they'll probably start in- including him in matchday squads in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, and he'll guarantee yeah. a firing, What not
1: he? So, yeah. But, but if, like, good... if he does stay at Spurs as well, I think they've got a lot. I know, obviously, a Mourinho he's scoring, you can't say much more defence than that, but Nuno isn't exactly an attacking coach. <laughs> not at all. He's no, a, he's a goalkeeper. So. so... That will obviously play. I don't think there'll be as many chances when he was with Poch, but I know he obviously scored loads of goals with Mourinho, so that's a complete counter argument because he's probably the most defensive coach you can think of. But like I say, if he goes to City, obviously he'll start firing there. There'll be chance after chances, but he will obviously be there or there, but he'll be in the conversation, but I'm not going to go for him this season. No, I agree. Big wrong. Big wrong.
0: So, right, flip it to the other end of the pitch now. Golden yep. Glove.
1: All right,
0: you go first this time, innit? Uh, okay, yeah, I can go first. I'm going Alisson. Yeah, good pick. Oh, you're a fucking Liverpool fanboy, aren't you? No, it's not that. I just, I think the difference, I thought they did fairly well at the end of last season, but also they've brought back, they've got a fit Trent. I know obviously Robertson's out, but Van Dyke is massive for them. Oh, yeah, of course. When you've got a Van Dyke in that back line, and again, I've said it week in, week out, I've said it numerous times before, he don't even sprint because he reads the game so well. And the no,
1: he's 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 fantastic. He
0: is fantastic. I I want
1: I want Varane to be as similar as possible to what Van Dyke's done at Liverpool. Yeah, I think they're a very similar mould of player. Actually, athletic, big, strong. But like I say, if he does anywhere near as good as what Van Dyke's done, then I'd be a very very happy Man United fan.
0: I so, think just for me, I just think defensively they are up there. Um, what about yourself?
1: I've gone. With, uh, I don't know if it's a bit of a surprising one. It's not really surprising. I've gone on it based on the form at the end of last season, and he looks. I know he's quite inexperienced in the Premier. I think he looks top top keeper. I'm gone with Mendy at Chelsea. Good pick,
0: yeah. I they, think play, t-
1: they play. They play two shows. Got them. Got um, sorted defensively. I think if they bring in a centre half like they're looking to, especially if they bring in a Kunda, they're only going to get stronger. Um... It's relative. I know it's a three with the wing-backs, but it's easily a five at the back. He's got good cover. Someone like Kante as well. I, I can say he looks like a top goal. So I'm going to go with Mendy because I think his run, his clean sheet run towards the end of last season was fantastic. And then obviously, they didn't look like a against Palace. I know it's Palace, but they didn't even look like a student. At yeah. time I heard the commentary and Palace had three touches in the Chelsea half. So they're going to dominate games like that. He will get clean sheets, obviously, without having to do
0: too much. So that's, I'm going to go for Going to go for Mendy. I think he, I think, like you said, end of last season, he was exceptional. I think the problem he had at the start of last season was he came in under the shadow of Aspilicueta. Not Aspilicueta, sorry. Ariza Belaga. Uh, Ariza Balaga. No, Ariza Balaga. Um, he came in under the shadow of him and the controversy that goes around Kefer and all that sort of thing. He's definitive number one, though, isn't he? Oh, he is now, but I think it took that little bit of time to prove that and to shut the media up. Yeah. So, now it's a given who starts in that goal for Chelsea. I think they're going to have a good season. I really do. Next
1: category. First manager to go. Who's going to be the first to get the chop in the Premier League this season?
0: I've got two picks here. I've got to try and... Oh, I mean... I'm going to go with Vieira I don't think he's going to stick it he's an unproven manager I know that he's signed a couple of players in the last couple of weeks that look good but there was no confidence in that man's face on Saturday he just didn't look like he knew what he was doing, he didn't Mm. look comfortable on how to change the game, it just presented to me a very lost manager um, I mean, if you can't do it in the MLS, are you going to be able to do it in the Premier League?
1: Funnily enough, Pallard, minus Vieira as well. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I just, just following on from your points, I completely agree. I think Palace are in a position where if things don't start well, they're going to panic and think, oh Christ, we had such a sure thing under the last coach. with set ways yep. and set way to play. They've got a history of getting rid of early if something's not working. Look at Frank De Boer. (laughs) When they they brought in Hobson, four games, was it? Yep. Yep. I know, obviously, I don't think it'll be that extreme, but you wouldn't put it past it after, like, if if you've got two points after seven games or something, they're going to be looking, we can't get relegated. I don't think Palace are in a position to get relegated. They've got an aging squad. If they got relegated, the rebuild could be catastrophic for them. They could do a double-double. Talk about double doubles. What do we say about Sheffield United? Oh, very much so. Very yeah. much on for a Sunderland. Name. Anyway, don't worry about that. But let's say like they if they panic and then think, Oh of course, we need someone to stay in the league, it I I wouldn't put it past to get rid of someone and then just get in a, a steady hand back in again. So yeah, I'm completely in agreement with you with Vieira.
0: I mean my second choice was gonna be Ralph at Southampton. I have think... you seen have you seen the bookies' favourite is talk about the favourite team? I mean I'd probably Probably Watford. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, my favourite team. Your, oh, Arsenal. Oh, Arteta. Yeah, Arteta. yeah. His oh, I, can, I can see that, to be fair. I can see that if they don't pick up, there's a lot of pressure on Arteta, considering that they've actually given him some money this season. Um, what they brought in, Ben White, but I think, was it Parler hit the nail on the head on Talk Sport yesterday? He said, The best transfer that Arsenal have made in the last few years is the fact they've got hand, uh, uh, they've got Oh, what's the beer? Camden, Camden Hells. Camden Hells Lager, yeah. On tap now instead of Carlin or whatever it was, and he reckons that's the best signing they've made. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ray Barlerie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we'll that... go, well, we're not going. For,
1: we're not going to pick on Arsenal. We're going to pick on an Arsenal legend. So yeah. we've got, both gone for Vieira.
0: Yes, indeed. We might as well move straight on then, Jack. Yeah. So we've now the last two things we've got is we've got player of the season. No, you haven't. You've got one to watch yet. Oh, we have. Sorry. Yes. Right. You, been... you liar. I am lying. I'm jumping the gun. So one to watch. So I've gone for a player. I don't know what you've gone for. Mine's a player. Yeah. Okay. Who have you gone for?
1: Well, following on from what you said about a certain West Ham and a striker who can't play very often, I've gone for a player over there that's been there for a season. Didn't do too much last year, but had undoubted quality. I've gone for Ben Rama. A bit of an outsider I've gone
0: for. Now, he has been, on Twitter, he's been the fantasy Premier League sort of expert's pick for the last few weeks. They I think ex- he could have a really good season. They are expecting big things.
1: I watched him at the weekend against Newcastle and he was he was good. And if he could, like you say, he's got, if he wants to have the opportunity, I think he could get an opportunity to be a number nine if he can step up to be a number nine. Um... And I think he could be a really exciting player for them this year. And like you say, he needs to hit the ground running because they've got a lot of games and they've got a short squad. So um, he's, I'm going to go for Ben Rama. I know it's not the most obvious and it could be a complete backfire and it'll probably turn out to be absolutely crap. But um, yeah, Ben not... rama has got, got a lot to uh, live up to because there's a lot of teams in for him when he went to West Ham.
0: He has got a lot to live up for, to, but he's going to get the game time, which yeah. is an important thing for him. Because if he hits a nice runner form, he gets a couple of assists and nicks a couple of goals, and he feels his confidence back up. Mm. We saw at Brentford a couple of years ago what an exceptional player he can be. I watched him in a
1: cup game. I think they played Fulham. This one. Was, was it last year? When before he we went to I think Brentford. I think Fulham might have been Premier League. Right. Brentford was in the Championship, and Brentford knocked him out. Oh, he 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 turned this player, and then just like. It was just phenomenal, just a fantastic bit of skill. And I thought, oh, he looks good. And then when he went to West Ham, I was expecting really big things. And last season, he didn't really do too much. I think if you speak to a lot of their fans, he, were, he looked like there or thereabouts who just didn't get the end product. But this year, could be he's got a season of Premier League experience now. Um, so I think he could be exciting for them.
0: We will see. I've gone for player as well. And I've gone for Chelsea player. I've gone for Havertz. Yeah, uh, I think I watched him in the Euros. I've watched him at the end of last season and he excites me. I think he's had that time to settle. Last season, I don't think he had the worst season of his career. I mean, he got nine goals for Chelsea. got well, A very was, important goal as well. well quite, quite important, yes. But I've, I feel that this is his year. I think he's going to really step up to the plate. I think he's going to flourish under Tuchel. I think we're going to see a havertz of what Chelsea anticipated when they brought him. I mean Yeah,
1: that's a good pick. He could have a really big season, couldn't he?
0: Yeah, he he got two goals in the Euros as well, I remember, and in quite frankly an underperforming team. Yeah. So, I'm expecting big things and I think with somebody along like Lukaku up there with him, I think he's going to excel and he's going to create chances for him, so he's going to get the assists. So, that's my pick. Yeah, good choice. Final segment, Jack. We're going to look at the young player and player of the season. So, young player of the year. I don't know what the cutoff is in this, actually, I must admit.
1: I think it's 23,
0: isn't it? Is it 23, is it? Okay. Well, I'm hoping my player sneaks into it then, to be fair. He's (laughs) he's, He's 21. We're all good. We're okay. Oh, you're well fine then. Yeah, we're absolutely fine. I was just questioning that. I'm going with a Man City player. Mm. simply because I think he's going to have an important role to play, especially if they don't buy a striker. So I'm going Ferran Torres. Ferran Torres, yeah. I liked what I saw with him uh, last season. I, he can play as that number nine when needed. He's creative. He's, he scores goals. He's now a regular in the Spanish squads. I, I just think for somebody of 21 years old... Thirteen goals last season in thirty six games is not a bad record at all. And that was and thirty six games wasn't thirty six
1: full games by a long shot. No, time. he he did not play it very much at all because uh, he used to surprise me because every time he did play, I thought, oh my god, he's he's got another goal or he's played ever so well, and then you you wouldn't see him for a while. I don't know whether. Guardia, I know that's obviously the way Guardiola likes to do things but I thought maybe he was just easing him in so yeah he could have a big season this year. I think his only crutch could be the could be the fact that he does get put up front. I don't think he's necessarily a number 9. I don't think he's a striker.
0: He's a makeshift one.
1: But yeah. with
0: the creativity around him again we touch on the fact that he's going to get chances. Yeah. And it a City squad, no matter who you are playing at back top, you're looking double figures and goals. You should be anyway. Um, and he's an absolute snip. Do you know how much they paid for him? And
1: It's from Valencia, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, Valencia. Yeah, you?
1: Valencia likes selling cheap, did not they? £21
0: million. Yeah,
1: this is where they got rid of everyone, didn't they? They got rid of a Parejo and everything. It's like yeah. a free did didn't they? And stuff like that.
0: It, it's a snip. All that will turn out to be such a good deal for City in, in coming seasons. Because even if he stays at City for the next five years, they're still going to make massive profit on him, I imagine. Oh, yeah, of course they are, yeah. So, yeah, good uh, sign. He's, he's the one I'm looking forward to, and I'm thinking that young young player will go to him. Who are you going for? Well, I'll
1: just let you know. Potential spoiler. My man, United, bias has come through in these picks. Um, uh, I had to somewhere. I hadn't been biased the whole time. Um, <laughs> apart from against Arsenal. Um, I'm going to go for Mason Greenwood. Oh, okay,
0: Yeah, I I mean, he's started well at the weekend.
1: I think Mason Greenwood will, with Cavani's age I I think Cavani could potentially play a lot, maybe more of the bigger games, just through experience. But I think Greenwood will play as a striker more this year.
0: Do you think he's built for it?
1: I think the way United are going to play, I think they're going to play quite a free-flowing front three, a bit like a Liverpool,
0: Okay.
1: with the options, with Sancho and Rashford now, and obviously Bruno and stuff like that, because Bruno potentially play a false nine the way how uh, attacking he does play. And obviously, Pogba has been playing excellent wide, so I think it could be quite fluid. I think he's on for a fantastic... The way he took that goal on Saturday, he's had the whole summer focus on United, because he he wanted to recoup from a, a bit of a knock he had instead of going with the England camp. Just expect an absolutely massive season from him. He looks like an absolute superstar, in my opinion. So exciting. Such an exciting player to have. It's Yeah, and it's promising,
0: isn't it, for the English team?
1: The way S he took it. that goal on Saturday was like a proper striker. You see it, that goal? It was confident. Two That's, touches, yeah. it, two touches, pace,
0: and then absolutely rifle it into the bottom corner. And the, he's a class player. I, I just hope that he gets a consistent run of games. I know we touch on it a lot, but he needs to play. Um, but I think he will. I think that's a good pick. I
1: think he'll play a lot this year because, like I say, Cavani ain't going to be able to play every game. Even much as like, I absolutely love Cavani, he ain't going to play every game. No, and I think he he will be the one. I don't think you you start Martial over him now.
0: No way. I, 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 I'm struggling to. I'm struggling to even see Martial in that squad. To be fair,
1: he'd be the one if if we ship someone out. He'd be the one, and I think
0: you would make some decent money off him as well. Well, there was talk a few weeks ago of Inter potentially flirting around with an offer, weren't there? But... Yeah, because they got because they lost Lukaku. But yeah, but not... they were
1: they were talking about 50 billion quid. I, yeah. I'd be happy with that. With United. Snap, your,
0: snap your hands off of that. But, but saying he's... that, he's he's got the potential.
1: That that's what's exciting about United this year. If if these players do get per and just get on a run, you you are starting. to... I've always said that squad depth is the reason like Man City can obviously stop and change. If we can get that type of mentality and people coming off the bench like Martial and inform Marshall Martial and and. Rashford come back for injury, you'd be looking at the same. And obviously, like a Greenwood, if he steps up this season, which I hope he does, and I want him to want my prediction to come true,
0: then uh it, it's exciting. But yeah, Mason Greenwood, young player, good pick. Okay, so final, final one, final category is player of the season. Now, I've got a feeling we've gone the same one here because I've gone United.
1: Yeah, I think it's a Unless, yeah, it's got to be. You've got to be thinking the same as me.
0: I'm certainly not going Phil Jones, let's put it that way. I've gone for Bruno. Oh, yeah,
1: (laughs) Bruno. Yeah, same here.
0: I just, uh, Saturday, pure class, not just how he was in front of goal, but how he moved the ball, how he found pockets of space, how he dictated the pace of play. He's just a cut above a lot of players he's going to come up against in that midfield. For any other team, I just think he's class.
1: He's awesome. He's absolutely awesome. He, when he when he would come into that United team, United were quite a, a bland, quite stale team to watch. Holly, then he just started making his mark, and they always relied on a counter attack—the only way United were ever going to score. He's improved that team. I don't think I've seen a single player come into Man United and improve that team as much as he has, and I don't know how long. I think
0: he's as well another player that benefited from no crowds for a start. Yeah. I think he was given the opportunity. He signed in the January, didn't we? And then we had COVID in the. He got about two games at Old Trafford with
1: people there, didn't he? Yeah.
0: And then all of a sudden, he clearly thrived on the fact that he was able to play almost training, training ground football. There was no pressure, which we know that Old Trafford, the size it is, it can be quite intimidating if things are not going your way. I think he's now settled. The United fans clearly adore him, which is rightly so. To be fair, I think he's—it's worked perfectly for him. He is a class Premier League player. His, La- his figures
1: this year will be insane. They well, will be—they will come- be absolutely fantastic. Because I, was- I think you can near enough guarantee. I think, like I say. Fantastic start to the score, and you have got a hat trick. If he if he got three in the first five, you'd be happy, wouldn't you? From a from a from a, a central tackle field, he's got three in the first. If he gets the twenty goals and twenty assists, or so there's no way you can you can really deny it, can you? That's that's a yeah. fantastic, and you, you'd
0: expect that. I think this year, I think you got to expect that. Did you see his stats for last season? Was it twenty twenty over twenty eight goals, seventeen assists? Yeah, all all competitions. Now. I know I admittedly he gets the label of penalty,
1: so that always puts a damper on him. But United are but always going to get penalties, really yeah. for the fact that the pace
0: is up front. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you will get every other big club moan about United getting penalties. But if you play in a way, a way where you drive at defences and you ask a question of fullbacks and centre-halves when you're in that position, they're going to make tackles. So... You're not a team which just whips the ball in from out wide, are you? In hopes that a yeah. big man's going to attack it. You're driving at defenses and putting them on the back foot.
1: So, yeah, yeah. like I, I haven't seen the odds for it, but I should imagine that Fernandes is probably the favourite for Player of the Year. I know it's a long way off, and they they can't really base on anything. But I should imagine before the season even started, he was probably the favourite. I'd don't, I don't expect so. I think just... he was. I think he was quite well in the talk of it last year. But obviously, United didn't fail to get win anything. I think if United would have. Maybe gone a bit closer with the title, and maybe won a cup or something. I think he could have been there, or thereabouts. But because obviously Man City
0: did win the league, and
1: they, I think they got a bit of a fucking thing for De Bruyne. I think everyone has, even though.
0: Well, I've just looked at the odds now. De Bruyne his favourite. Yeah, I know. At Eleven to two. Then it's Bruno. Third favourite is Kane. Just it's another one. Though they love Kane, don't they? Let's face it. Yeah. It's questionable. Jack, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That's good. So, I think we're going to do one every couple of weeks, aren't we? Yeah, a couple of weeks to a month. We have a life to live. We do, yeah. We're busy people, but
1: obviously... So, transfer window closes... 31st. 31st. And then we'll give us a bit of time to get all the facts. and need to get Sky Sports News on with their in-and-out bar on so we can... And then we'll have a sit-down and have a bit of a grading session.
0: Yeah, it's a good plan. So, we're probably looking a couple more weeks, aren't we? Two weeks. Two weeks today, we'll probably record. yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep up. But thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we look forward to all the feedback we usually get. <laughs> uh... Uh...